Hello, and welcome back to Let the Wookiee Win, an unofficial Star Wars podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ian Benzman, and as always, I am joined by... Hello, everybody. Jay Adams here, and it is Christmas time. It is Christmas sweater time. Christmas Star Wars sweaters. <laughs> I finally get to wear all of the different Star Wars Christmas sweaters. I have a, I have probably six or seven. Now that so. Halloween's done, it's Christmas time. It's time. Until it's New time. Year's, it's Christmas time. And we got an early Christmas present because we have a very special we guest with do us today. Indeed. Oh, I'm a Christmas present? You're yeah. my Christmas oh, you, present. You, God, you, <laughs> way to go, guys. You got coal in your stocking. D-Max here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, legendary Detroit Red Wing player, four, stu- four Stanley Cups in his uh, back pocket. Uh, a good buddy of ours, Darren McCarty. That's four more than I have. That is four more than you have. <laughs> That's okay. I got enough for uh, I got enough for the whole uh, New Radio Media staff, and like uh, we'll we'll work on what do you do in podcasting and uh, and streamcasting. What do you get? And that's the thing. Uh, what kind of awards do you get? You, I mean, uh, you're you're, you're the stunt is, guy. Actually. So you, what are the stuntman awards? Uh, the Taurus awards. Taurus. So Taurus, whatever the, the stunties. Yeah. The stunties. Yeah. So we're gonna get this. Uh, let the Wookiee win. Uh, because a Wookiee never wins, yeah. right, Jay? And that's the thing. Uh, Darren's joining the Not NRM. Unless you let him. <laughs> ah, unless right. you let him. Unless I get paid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Darren's joining the NRM Streamcast yeah. family. He's going to be uh, doing his podcast, Grind Time, with Darren McCarty, which yeah. I've been a guest on. Absolutely. Uh, starting up in January. So he's joining us. He's going to be joining some of the other uh, podcasts here on uh, NRM as well. I heard rave reviews about your podquesters appearance. Oh, it was <laughs> awesome. It was awesome. Uh, that'll be out uh, December 20th and the... 27th the Fridays uh, the two episodes and I haven't played Dungeons and Dragons since uh, 8th grade and I had an absolute riot so uh, shout out to Andy and uh, everybody else it was was fun as heck I supposedly I'm cameoing on these holiday episodes uh, so I'll be playing some Dungeons I suppose so yeah make Uh, sure you go on NRM Streamcast and check out when you're uh, when you're done with this podcast yeah well it airs 7 o'clock tonight which is Friday, even Rich. though it's Wednesday. But it's Fridays <laughs> at seven. Absolutely. No, dude, we're in the Star Wars world, bro. We can just hyperspace everywhere we want. You, we're in a yeah, podcast, Mister Mister Benzman. You're flying the Falcon. You can go wherever you want. Okay, cool. You know, it's funny. I got. It's funny you say that because when I was younger and it was in my dad's car and he was driving, it was snowing out. It's like, ah, oh, you know, flying the Falcon. Oh, yeah. So I get back. I just got back from California and it starts just like snowing like crazy. And it's like, okay, you know, it's no, it's fine. It's not snowing. I'm driving the Falcon. Nice. <laughs> But I like uh, that. see, anytime uh, snow is my favorite time because my favorite movie of all time is Empire Strikes Back. So, and the biggest part of that was the snow. Hoth was Hoth and well, those at ats. So I yeah. didn't know. I knew. I didn't. I wore my hat <laughs> just in case you were gonna bring it in because yeah, I knew you're a f- affection for that one. Fresh out of ta- Tauntauns and mine. You know. Mine's uh, um, mine is uh, uh, the last one, the third one. Return, um, of, the Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah the I alternate. Blank. Yeah. I alternate between the two. I was yeah, but I was always you know Hoth and the, the, especially the ATATs you yeah. know sparked my imagination as a child so much that I now have a, an a eight foot ATAT on my front lawn as my Christmas uh, decoration. Awesome. So if you're on Instagram, check me out at J Adam Stunts. You can see my uh, all my Star Wars uh, stuff uh, stuff up there. And you usually drive it about what eleven o'clock <laughs> at night? Yeah, <laughs> park it in the garage. But, uh, so we're gonna start with our cast and crew member of the week. As always, this week is James Arnold Taylor, who, for those of you who don't know, is the voice of Obi-Wan on Clone Wars. Absolutely. Um, and I know that's only one thing in the giant Star Wars universe. We've talked about Ralph McQuarrie and, you know, John Williams, and they have such an integral part of the entire franchise. But to a lot of people, he's Obi-Wan. Right. Well, I love this segment, too, because we get to the, um, 
learn about some of the you know people that are involved in the universe that we didn't know too much about. And this guy, I mean, yeah, he was Obi Wan, but he's he's done tons of stuff. And one oh, of the main yeah. one of the major things that he took over for the voice of Fred Flintstone. Yeah, when the original uh, Henry Corden was his name, he passed away. Now this guy is now the Fred Flintstone voice. But yeah, yeah he played Obi Wan. He played Leonardo and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja the Turtles. In the movie, yeah. the, uh, technically it was supposed to be the fourth one, right, right, right. live-action fourth one, but it was, I love that movie. Yeah. No, he is a really prolific voice actor, actually. He's, he Ratchet and Clank. Of... I remember Ratchet and yeah, Clank. Yeah, I do too. He was Ratchet. Love that game. Yeah, oh yeah, and he was in Superman Doomsday. He's in a lot of the DC animated films and a lot of uh, well, a lot of the DC animated films, mm. but he's a pretty prolific voice actor. He's, done, he's been on Animaniacs, Freakazoid, Pinky and the Brain, Johnny Bravo, Hysteria, you name it. He's Scooby-Doo. Yeah. You know, uh, he's, you know. Guy's got a great career. Man. Yeah, but um, that being said, um, I'm really excited because now that they're bringing Clone Wars back, we'll get some more of his Obi-Wan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that... Uh, um, Darren, have you ever watched some of the uh, animated ones? I, I've seen a few episodes. I haven't watched it as religiously as the Star Wars, yeah. but uh, yeah, very entertaining. And you know, the, the, like that's sort of, uh, I guess it. Uh, what I've noticed is that it, it'll let you into the history and the backstory of the earlier, the one, twos, and threes, mm-hmm. and, and just uh, it, it, I think they do a good job ex- explaining or filling in the blanks if you have an idea of yeah. what's going right. on. Oh, absolutely. I think they've done a great job of doing that exactly, because there's so much time in between all the movies and the prequels that it's like, well, what happened in between here and here? Because yeah. all we get in the movies is, oh, trade deals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then with the animation, I mean, there's so much more that they can do that they can't, you know, oh, yeah. you know, for I mean, they could do it in live action, but mm-hmm. it would cost a whole lot of money. So with no, the animation, absolutely. they can do all sorts of great that, stuff and like tell a better story. A lot of properties, well, you know, like Batman. Mm-hmm. They've made some amazing Batman movies, but Robin has never worked in live action right. with Batman. Right. And I think that's because at the very core of the character, you can get away with stuff in animation that you can't do right. in live action. You know, it's interesting that you bring that up, that Robin has never really worked as a live action with figure Batman. with Batman. Yeah. But this DC Universe so Titans show, yeah. both Robins, both of them Dick really Grayson well. and Jason Todd were awesome Robins. So but, awesome. like you said, because they're not with Batman. They're mm-hmm. all, all and separate. even when Bruce Wayne appears, he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, that, those are, and I, I love that show. And so I, good. They, they tied it into the Arrowverse. I know. Because oh, Arrowverse has the Crisis. Yet. Okay, I, I watched, watched it today. But yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earth. They, they tied in even the Titans into oh, that. Yeah. That, that. That was great. 1989 Batman. That was so cool. 1966 Batman. I mean, they tied all this stuff in. You know what we're talking about? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, you like Arrow and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that on Geek Team. Geek Team Weekly, yeah. yeah. No, I am um, very sad Arrow's ending. But this yeah. is a Star Wars show. Exactly. So we're going to move on to a news hope. We do this all the time. We end Yo, up on yeah. rants. Dude, I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, apparently um, in Rise of Skywalker, I guess this is more of a rumor than news, but it's it's sort of, I don't know, it's news that we're going to get something about Snoke. Right. And I want to know about Snoke. Right. Because if you've seen Force Awakens and you've seen The Last Jedi, even though he was... Whatever, um, <laughs> he's an integral part somehow, and mm-hmm. I want to know why. It's yeah. a huge plot thread that was brought in, and it was just like, no, no, that's not important. Well, yes, yeah, well, especially when having as much power as he has, right? You know, yeah, the night, I mean, you can't have the infinite, infinite power because you know, as it was introduced in the world, it was Darth yeah. Vader, and yeah. then it was the I, Emperor. Threats, real threats that right. moved the plot forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, absolutely. You, you can't have the name Supreme Leader and not have some kind of right? <laughs> bigger well, like, part. The first Star Wars movie in over ten years, and it's like, 
that's the big bad. Why is he the big bad? Right. How did he become the big bad? And in the story, it's even longer than the 10-year wait we had between movies. But, like... Yeah, so, well, spoiler alerts, obviously, whenever you listen to this show, spoiler alerts. But there is an article, you know, that somebody said that he, you know, has seen, again, this is all rumors because we've seen these online all the time where somebody's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I saw a part of the movie and this is what it is. And then it turns out nothing. But Mm -hmm. this one is, uh, happens to be Kylo uh, lands on Exegol, I guess you would say it. Yep. Exegol. That's how I pronounced it. Yeah. And then he sees all these capsules, all these barrels almost, 50, like, uh, you know, a yeah, a bunch of relics, yeah. and they're all uh, bodies of clones, and Snoke is one of them, and implying that they're all, you know, there's there's a ton of different clones, and that Snoke was a, a clone all, all along. Now, that makes me wonder about Rey. Right, because, exactly. Because a lot of people are thinking, in, you know how in The Last Jedi she saw a bunch of reflections of herself, that doesn't mean that she doesn't have parents, it means she's a clone. Right. And that yeah. would explain Dark Rey. We'll see. Which, I still don't think Dark Rey is going to be a thing. I the think question Dark is, Rey... though, if she's a clone, clone of who? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you have and to like be a clone. And like, who's DNA? Mm-hmm. You no. know, I don't yeah, know. We'll see. That's a good question. But again, All this your is... answers will soon. Oh, trust me, we've been doing this for months now. So literally yesterday, what did we get? They they revealed something, and and I was like, all right, one mystery down, five hundred to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, what are you look? I mean, are you going to go see the new one when it comes out? Yeah, absolutely. I think that you know because this this has been so 77 is the first one right mm-hmm. and so i was 5 okay you know i'm 47 now that's like you know i it's been the duration you yeah. know of the of of my lifetime we're picking it up and putting it down and i remember watching in the theater empire strikes back because the guy across knew every word he'd seen it a bunch of times. And was, <laughs> nice. And uh, well, you were in Canada, so you got it like uh, two years. Yeah, after I was us, like, right? yeah, I saw it. I saw it in '95. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good one. I saw it in '95 also, the special editions. Yeah, yeah well, but uh, yeah, well, yeah, no, I mean, so I was talking to Corey, and Corey was like. He's like, you, how do you still like the pre? I'm like, because I grew up, like, so I saw the special editions, and obviously I watched the originals a million times, but my first experience of a Star Wars movie coming out right. was episode one. Yeah. I was nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so that was the thing for me. You know, yeah. my dad took me at midnight to Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Like, it was, it was a thing. It yeah. Was, you know, it well, it's a, a generational thing. Absolutely. Like, like Darren said, you, you don't hardly remember a time when there wasn't Star Wars. In right. Wars. Yeah. I don't, I was born in 77, right. a few months after it came out, so I don't know a world without no. Star Wars. It's, right. it's, it's part of culture. No, and, and, yeah. and part of the culture, and, and now we're coming up at Christmas time, look at all the action yeah. figures. No, and, yeah. I mean, I had the Millennium Falcon and the AT-ATs. I, I still do. I have two of those. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you were over the other day. I got I to show Dare my uh, my Star Wars collection. Oh, <laughs> I still I've yet to see it. It's brilliant. <laughs> That's fantastic. No, I um I they but no baby Yoda stuff. So, yeah, well, yeah, there's you can order it now. You can order it. They did do the pre-order for they have the plush and now Funko is mm-hmm. released that a they're going to have a regular one. Yeah, yeah, they're going to have their pop uh, figures. Uh, I did see though today uh, a friend of mine works at Fathead. Which makes all the uh, decals oh, yeah. going well, and they yeah. do have two different Baby Yoda fat heads available. Now. Really? Yep, they have a full body one, and then they have one of him in the pod. Oh, that's, I love the pod. Yeah, I so love the pod. You could put that on your wall, Ian. I could. <laughs> There's no space on my wall. I have a bunch of concert posters. I could literally fill every square inch of my wall in my house and still have a whole box more of concert posters. Yeah. It's a problem. Every you time got I go ceiling. to the show. There you go. <laughs> well, I'd be afraid they'd fall. Well, I know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Trust but me. Yeah, that's why Jay's that big. <laughs> yeah. I just hold it up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, that'd be cool. 
<laughs> Sorry, just... I can't be, be at your house all the time, Ian. Sorry. Hey, I, I need you to hold this poster up for me for like a week. Yeah. I have guests coming on Thursday. Yes. I have a dinner party. I have a, I have a fancy dinner party. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is interesting. Um, someone actually went out and did some real journalism online. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they went and they compiled a bunch of stuff that George Lucas has said about his next, like if he had done the next trilogy, what would have happened? So it's really cool. He specifically says, you know, the first one is about the children and then it's the, the, you know, the parents, the children, and then the grandchildren. So clearly he would have, you know, continued on with the characters from the EU. Right. But that, you know, like... Uh, well, that's, yeah, it, apparently Lucas told uh, Mark Hamill way back when they were filming the first one, his original idea was due to 12 total movies. And episode nine would have been filmed probably around 2011 because that's when, you know, how Mark, uh, Mark Hamill would have aged along with it. But yeah, it was supposedly, it was going to kind of be the basis off the uh, EU novels and stuff like that, which are now not in canon, um, but he was going to get a basis uh, on those Kira and Sam, the two yeah. granddaughters of, uh, or grandkids of uh, Anakin Skywalker. But uh, there's a lot of stuff, though, that his plans were that I'm glad they didn't do. Well, I got to say, <laughs> the stuff that they did do, like, the whole, like, apparently Luke's arc, if, if Lucas had done it, would have been very similar in The Last mm-hmm. Jedi. And I would, yeah. and not that it probably wouldn't have been called The Last Jedi, but apparently his arc in Episode Eight was very similar to what ended up happening with yeah, that. Yeah, he was, was going to be exiled because <laughs> yeah, of a former George student. Lucas. But George Lucas wanted to focus on the midichlorians. Yeah, the microbiotic world, as he says. Oh, so I'm so glad that that didn't go through. But because... it's interesting <laughs> to me, though, because like the Guardians of the Wills are in those extra episodes of Clone Wars. Right. And, and they don't really touch on any of that stuff. Yeah, it just, the midichlorians, you know, when they were brought up in the prequel movies, everybody hated them. You know, it was just ridiculous. That's why they never mentioned them again. And that's why they never mentioned them. So, I mean, apparently, George Lucas was going to lean hard on that as the, the reason, you know, as the the uh, origin of the Force and things like that. Yeah. Um, well, because the I'm first one was originally called uh, something, this, the Adventures of Luke Starkiller and, and the Tales of the, uh, the Journal of the Wills. Right, right, right. So, like, he wanted <laughs> to do that. a really that, long time. Yeah, no, originally, that was, he was, the original trilogy was going to be told from the perspective of, the basically, these beings who are the Force. Right. And there's, like, the mother, the son and the daughter or something like that. The father, the son, I don't know. But basically, but, what it boils down to is what Lucas said though is that he made these movies but in all honesty the fans don't get it <laughs> yeah. he, he was trying to tell one story and they turned it to something else they turned it yeah. you know he's like it's not about spaceships it's not about it's about the family and, and things like that yeah but it became such an iconic thing that you know he said the fans don't get it but the fans got it they just they just they get it in their own way exactly. and, then, yeah. and, and then subculture it and then some exactly. take it this way and some Absolutely. take it look at all the characters in it look yeah, at all the so I mean you know like that's the whole thing is there's so many that you know even ones that you'd see in, in one background. scene yeah. in the background maybe oh, yeah. in this you know and and there's still Eccentric, even from the right from the Star Wars, from uh, you know in the in the pub there playing the band, the cantina, the cantina, you know Uh where Han wax gecko. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he shouldn't go for his gun. No, I mean, I my favorite (laughs) one of my favorite characters is Salacious B. Crumb, and he's just sitting on Jabba's lap doing nothing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The the culture became so huge, and the demand for action figures came so huge that (laughs) if you were any alien background in the first movie. Oh, there's a there's a toy. Oh yeah, somewhere. dude. Especially <laughs> like you know in Return of the Jedi when they're like over the pit in the sand and there's all so the people are standing there and then fly 
flying off. And uh-huh. oh, yeah. I used to have the. I had the guy Zoom. with the, the. I forgot what it's the. Staff. That, yeah, the staff the that, that was pointing, pointing, pointing yeah. him out. I had that action the, figure. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had I one used, for everything. I had that Lando. I had that Lando in his bounty or oh, in his cool. uh, undercover outfit with the, cool. the helmet. Yeah, I used to love. Those are Gamorians, right? The big guys. The big guys are the Gamorians. The big blue dog face guys. Yeah, those are the Gamorian guys. Yeah. Yeah. So that was he was wearing the. I have. I have like a twelve or twelve inch one in. I mean, I'm not one to talk. Um, but uh, so, I don't know. We, we're going to talk about this article about like how J.J. Abrams understands that some people didn't like The Last Jedi, but let's just be honest. If you don't like The Last Jedi, you know why people didn't like The Last Jedi. I mean, and I'm one of those people. Right. I don't hate it as much as I used to. So I used yeah. to not be able to finish it. No, I get you. And now we're getting a little bit more people talking about it, too, because there's a... JJ's talking a little bit about it, but also John Boyega's talking oh, yeah. about how. No, I've never heard so many cast members come out and go, "Yeah, we didn't like this movie." Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So wow. yeah. So JJ did the first one. Everybody loved it. Then Ryan Johnson comes along and makes a bunch of significant changes. Changes, yeah. And even the cast members now they come out. JJ's pretty respectful about it. Yeah. He's trying to be oh, diplomatic about it, but he basically is saying we had to do some fixing here. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> if they can if Force Awakens did what The Last Jedi did and subverted a lot of things and set the tone for the new trilogy, that'd be different. Right. But you come in in episode eight of a nine-movie saga and you're just basically, all right, we're going to do a soft reboot, guys. Right. Like, can't do that. Yeah. You so, know? yeah, so Boyega now came out about it, how he had reservations about things and uh, he said he came to Ryan Johnson about it, and he felt bad for doing it afterward. He just, yeah. you know, at, he finally came to the point where he's like, "All right, I'm just going to trust the artistic process," and then, yeah. you know, this is his vision, and did it. But yeah, it looks like uh, you know, even some of the cast members and people involved were were yeah. not happy with it as, as well. Yeah. So what it, yeah. what what's the buzz on? The this is a this great movie. question for Ian because I still like it. Um, no, no, I mean not one. on that. One. So oh, no. so yeah, coming no. off of so. because I remember coming off of Force Awakens into the Last Jedi, um, right? So there was like, oh man, it was awesome, and oh, then yeah. and then you get that letdown. So people are usually more. That trailer was amazing. Yeah, it was. Time. It really was. Yeah. So I mean, is, did did the trailer bring you back, or oh, yeah. did it start the buzz to? Well, so here's for me. Yeah. I've always been excited. The second they said J.J. Abrams was coming back, and then the second that J.J. announced that Lando was coming back, I'm like, he gets what people want. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna work. But people like you know Andy, who is a giant Star Wars fan, is a lifelong Star Wars fan. He has been a bit disillusioned by the previous releases and the new trailer for Rise of Skywalker. Even got him excited. Wow! So right. and the and the only thing I mean you're not going to hear about any of what the actors think until after the movie yeah. comes out. But Anthony Daniels is really happy yeah, with C-3PO. his role in it. So well, C three is going to get some cool moments. Listen though, and then you saw in the preview where the, you know he says, "Oh, what are you doing looking at my friends?" Yeah. You know, like but but you know think about it though. He's the guy that has been there from Since day one, one the through the ones. whole yeah. thing uh-huh. and lived it. And that's been 40-some years of his life being this yeah. one character. Yeah. So when the, when I hear that, you know, before the movie comes out, yeah. you know, tells that, that usually sets the yeah. tone. That, I totally agree. You know. But J.J. Totally made a good agree. point, too. He said, you know, uh, you do have to have that pendulum swing in a movie or if you're going to have sequels. So you have to have these questions asked that then you can answer and that and then you can kind of write the ship at the end. So, um, so I mean, there is value in Even if people don't necessarily like what, what is it, there's, there's still value in it because yeah. it, it's still... Uh, 
uh, allows that storytelling to be told. Right. That pendulum can now swing over. Now we can finish the story. Finally. Right. And finally, I can see it and plus, see what's plus, happening. Well, we're nine days away, <laughs> technically seven, if you're watching this on Friday, which you will be because you can't watch it today, yeah, which is Wednesday. We shouldn't keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so this is really cool. Um, so I went to Galaxy's Edge. We all know that. It was great, but it was very small. Right. Short is very like I could have done everything in a day if I had done everything, but the big thing that everyone's been waiting for is this new ride, right. Rise of the Resistance. Apparently, it's amazing. Yeah, like so much so that like it's gonna drive up park attendance. Like it's a really you get to be part of the resistance and become like an agent of the resistance. Well, and, and that's the, all I know about it. Well, the big thing is too, it's a twenty minute long ride, which is awesome. That's amazing. Because Star Tours is like five minutes. Yeah, and you're done. So. We, you know, me and Ian had talked and letting Darren know we, we have talked about uh, in the past how the attendance to Galaxy's Edge was not what it was expected. They were they were Someone saying got it fired was, over it. Yeah, they were saying it was really low attendance and things like that. Now this guy, you know, we had different theories of why it might be. I thought maybe people want to let the bugs get worked out, whatever. But apparently, this is a lot of people have been waiting for this. Because why go when there's only one ride when right. you can go when this you know wait a couple months and then this ride's open. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is uh, this is supposed to be an amazing immersive ride with orig- the original actors that film stuff while they were filming uh, some of the movies. They would film scenes for this, and uh, so I'd, what I'm super excited for obviously is you get to fly with you know in in, in between so ATATs cool. and and stuff like that. So uh, cool! I'm excited for it. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I, I definitely plan on making another trip back to Galaxy's Edge because there's just so much I didn't get to do the first time plus this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we should uh, get the I'm wives in. in. Let's let's get the wives and go. Yeah, no, I, I I'm I want to go. I'll bring, I'll, bring, <laughs> I'll bring Corey. All right, yeah, which is your wife? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. exactly. Essentially, yeah. So um, this last bit is interesting. So we have you watched The Mandalorian yet? You know what? Um, I'm working on it. Uh, I, well, you're I, busy as hell. Well, yeah, I just I don't have the I I gotta get my cable guy to hook up in the in the smoke shack, but I'm uh, sure gotcha. someone can figure it out. No, we got we got it, but uh, I'm hearing great things about it. Jay's been telling Incredible. me. Incredible. It's um I think it's really the first thing since Empire that every Star Wars fans universally loved. Wow. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, we we've talked about that in the past. Yeah. Where, oh, yeah. When a Star Wars thing comes out, it no matter how good it is, no matter how bad it is, you have half the people love it, half the people hate it. Yeah. You know, and uh, they can never seem to agree, but nope. I have not heard one person complain no. about this show. And Baby Yoda's well, consumed the internet. Yeah. So, what makes it so good? Um, I think well, it feels like detail. Well, here's the thing. I think well, that's one at, at the, the core yeah. of it, I think they approach it not as making a Star Wars show. I think they approach it as making it more of like a Western, little oh, gunslinger absolutely. kind of thing. Especially, nice. this, where, especially this last episode, yeah. which oh, we'll talk about later. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I just I think that because at the core of Star Wars, like George Lucas says, it's not about the ships. It's it's, it's very much it's a classic hero's journey. It's very much inspired by Westerns and Kurosawa. Right. And, and the best, in my opinion, the best media period, not just Star Wars, is when it's the amalgamation of the directors and the writers like passions mm-hmm. and they're not trying to create a Star Wars movie they are trying to make a story in the Star Wars universe and I think they really have succeeded plus I mean Baby Yoda was like their ace in the hole right. people didn't like the show the second that thing showed up <laughs> it didn't matter yeah to me it's like uh, you know some Star Wars uh, projects have been we're just gonna make a, we're gonna make a project about these aliens Okay. Mm-hmm. This show is like we're gonna make a project about these 
these characters. It doesn't matter whether they're alien. It doesn't matter whether. When we'll figure that out. But the yeah. story itself is about these these characters, and to me, that's what makes it better because they're not trying to push Star Wars on you. It just happens to take place in the Star Wars universe. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's and great. it's amazing. But the, so we were talking about wondering because you know Pedro Pascal's a big actor. They cast him. He's the Mandalorian. We were wondering just how much he was actually in the suit. Apparently, very little, and one episode, not at all. Right. Well, um, yeah. But I that's mean, not horribly. Shocking. Well, speak on that from a stunt man's perspective, Jay, because that would be oh, something. To me, it would be great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially a character like this, where he's completely covered. You never see his face. So as long as you get a body match and they work with the actor and can mm-hmm. move like the actor, yeah. which is great. This article was talking about the the actor um, worked with the double very closely, um, even so much where you know he would ask, okay, why did you move this way? What caused you to move this way? So that they could understand each other and they could move together harmoniously so that when he's not, when Pedro Pascal can't be there, this guy can cover in and make it seamless. So have you had, have you had roles... You know, like that, where you have to be that sort of specific because yeah, yeah. you're well, shooting a fight scene. Or oh yeah, absolutely. When I was uh, doing Outsiders, I was doubling for Ryan Hurst, and um, I, I ended up watching the entire series of uh, Sons of Anarchy before that show, so I could study his movements to see how he moves, to see how he uh, just carries himself, even to see how he walks. He has a specific walk, and I told him that, and he never realized it. He goes, "Man, you're right. I do have a specific walk." But uh, yeah, and I would work with him, and, and when he would shoot, I would constantly watch him to see how he moved, how he reacted to things, even his facials, so that way when I can, uh, you know, when I'm standing in a spot, I can make it uh, just as you know, close to him as possible. Speaking so of Clone Wars, because that helps, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like it's because uh, we were saying this, like when the new guy took over as uh, as Chewie, I could tell because right. yeah. the motions were different. Yeah, they so moved it's different. A, that's an art. Yeah, and it's fun, and uh, you know, we've had. You know, had experiences where that came in handy because one experience we were shooting a fight scene and uh, uh, the actor got poked in the eye and he had to go to the hospital. We still had a ton of stuff to shoot, so I ended up shooting the entire thing as him, and they just worked it around so that you know you didn't Couldn't didn't tell. see my face for too long. Luckily, in that case, I look enough, enough like him where you know if you saw my face for a couple of seconds, you don't wouldn't necessarily tell. Right. But yeah, so it works to your advantage. It, you know, it's studying the person that you're and. It looks like that. That's what this guy has been doing, Brendan Wayne. And what's cool about it, Brendan Wayne? Did you read this? He's John Wayne's, yeah, John grandson. Wayne's grandson. No way. Yeah, yeah. which so, is like awesome for the western of it all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you think he's got it in him then? I think he does. <laughs> yeah, no, I think boy. he does indeed. He's got a true grit about him. Ah, but What? 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 He ate my cookie. <laughs> so. Before we move on to that snow moon, that's a rumor or a debate. Um, we got a little quiz. We give you a little quiz. Yeah. All right. So the first round's pretty. You know, it's very. Well, you'll see. Then there's a lightning round. Okay. All right. So the first ones will come kind of slowly. Lightning round will just go boom boom. And, and for the lightning round, I want them like the first thing that comes right. to your head. Okay. So what ship does Luke fly during the first Death Star attack? Like what kind of ship? X-wing fighter. Yep. There you go. Bingo. All right. Easy enough. Who is Anakin's father? the trick one. Damn it. <laughs> Who's Anakin's father? Yeah. Who's Anakin's father? This is a prequel question. This is a prequel question. So I see so what happened was uh Qui-Gon 
met the mother and asked, who is the father? Mm-hmm. She said, there was no father. Yep. He, all of a sudden, she just became pregnant. So kind of like an immaculate conception yeah. you know, in the Bible. This He's forced Jesus. The force actually created him. So the quiz is to question and to teach. <laughs> ah, thank you. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Baby Benson. <laughs> to inform. Um, so, In the form um, of the question that we will What ask. planet is Leia from? Oh. Uh, yeah, it's the one that they blew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, no. Looking for love in Alderaan places. Looking for Looking love. Looking for <laughs> it's, it's Alderaan. 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 Looking for love in right. Alderaan places. I knew tattooing. <laughs> that was the first one, but that's where the... What is the name of the crystals that power a lightsaber? Star crystals? Kyber, Kyber crystals. Kyber so, crystals. So, fun fact: um, in the new in the new movies, yeah. the ships that the um, First Order has, they have weaponized it, and that's what their guns are. Lightsabers. Yeah. Well, that's what they use the big crystals. Basically, yeah. yeah. Oh. And Ian actually, when you um, when you went to Galaxy's Edge, when you you can build your own lightsaber, yeah. and you can pick your Kyber crystal, what color it is, and it, every color mean every crystal means a different thing, and that's what gives you your lightsaber its color. Uh. Yeah. This yeah. is how nerdy we are. I yes. like it. <laughs> so we're going to move on to the lightning round. Right. I want these answers as quick okay. as possible. All right. Who was the first person that discovered the Force? Uh, Obi-Wan. Why was the Millennium Falcon the only ship in the universe named after a bird? Because it was the fastest one, 27 parsecs or whatever. <laughs> how the hell did the huts rise to power? I mean, seriously, look at them. They're giant slugs. How do they rise to power? Um, they, they're... They were just bigger than everybody. If you spell Skywalker backwards and no one's around to hear it, did it truly happen? (laughs) (laughs) I can't even spell it backwards, but yeah, Yeah. it must have happened. Can you imagine how hard it must have been to find a translator to put subtitles for what Greedo was saying? Absolutely. (laughs) No wonder he got shot. (laughs) If Darth Vader were to somehow see Sesame Street, how do you think that would make him feel? That's about it. <laughs> I, would, I would say grouchy. Grouchy, yeah. Uh, you think there's an earlier model, model called the Bicentennial Falcon? Ooh, uh, yes, but smaller, but smaller version, and it's like 20 people that power it by, you know, pedal. <laughs> pedal <laughs> power. Yeah, exactly. What about a Millennium Eagle? That would be a different movie. Does it? Yeah, it does that's it. like Star Trek. That's, that's Iron Eagle. That's what Lou Gossett did. <laughs> yeah, Jr. that's it. <laughs> How much pulp could Sheev Palpatine pulp if Sheev Palpatine could Sheev pulp? Oh, the Palpatine! Or did you see the way that he could light up the lights? Uh, <laughs> dude, he he's got blaze front, dude. He's got built in. He's got a built in torch, bro. He's just blazing dabs all day long. Oh, that's the best answer ever. Absolutely. Uh, do you think there's an alternate universe where he's called Han accompanied? Do I think that there's an alternative Han? He's not Han Solo. He's Han accompanied. Oh, Han, Han, uh, what's, yeah, Han double. In A New Hope, even though he just met Luke, why does Luke not think it's weird that Obi-Wan knows he's a good pilot? Because that's kind of creepy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess it is, because that means this old man's been stalking him. him. <laughs> right. Because he's been watching him from the hills. Yeah, but Luke didn't realize it. He's creepy. like, oh, makes like, sense. Well, why didn't you think it was creepy? <laughs> yeah. You know all this about me. I've been watching you. Well, that's really weird. Um, well, today it is. <laughs> Seven days it wasn't. Fair enough. Yeah, How true. many times do you think the Pope has seen The Last Jedi? 
Oh, The Last Jedi? Just, you know, once. What's he's the pissed. Over, but what's he's the over-under over on him seeing Rise of Skywalker? Oh, he's going to see it. Because he's, cause he's heard the buzz. Yeah. And he's pretty down. So I mean, that's true. We have a very down post. No, I mean, he's pretty like up to the yeah, up to what the kids and, he, and I'm sure he's like on Rotten Tomatoes and he's just <laughs> checking it out and he's saying gotta, he's got to know about pop it has, culture. It's, right? it's rated fresh. I'll go see it. Yeah, yeah that's how he chooses all of his movies. Oh, let's see. You ever realize in every scene that Darth Vader he keeps like. The sound guy keeps picking up someone breathing really heavily, but only in the scenes with Darth Vader. Absolutely. <sighs> All right, and then there's the last one. If you speak it in Wookiee, how many vowels would be in anti-disestablishmentarianism? 743. Damn. That's close <laughs> to my answer. That was actually close to your guess. I'm, I'm really surprised it wasn't 400. <laughs> I, I was surprised it wasn't 420. That was a good attempt, yeah. though. So, yeah, I didn't really keep any score, but that was fun. That was <laughs> fun. <laughs> um, so now on to That's No Moon, That's a Rumor or a Debate. Um, so, this is pretty interesting. Um, does the Mandalorian know who Yoda is? Like, how famous is Yoda well, in the Star Wars universe? Well, here's the thing is that you bring up Baby Yoda, and I haven't watched it or whatever, but if the Mandal my, my question is, if the Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi, mm -hmm. isn't Yoda around already, or is it a different Yoda? No, he died, remember, in Return of the Jedi. Well, he died in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, no, you're yeah, at the very, very beginning, yeah, 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 when he went back to him, yeah. yeah. But so yeah. this is like a reincarnate? No, well, no, or no, 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 knows no one yet. knows yet. But Nobody the question yet. is, but, but is it? Ba but I've seen the little. Well, we call it Baby Yoda because it looks because like you don't Yoda. Know what else right. to call him. Yeah, because they're not a species. There's there's right. only ever been one other of that species in the Star Wars universe, and that was uh, Yaddle. Yeah, and who she appeared was, for like thirty seconds. In for like scene. thirty seconds in episode one. One. Yeah, in episode one. Yep. Dude, Yoda. Got it well, in. We, got it also, in. That's we don't think. There's a lot of theories. No one knows. But so we don't know if it's but, a clone or if it's one question, of those spe though. species. Here's the question: When he saw it, did he was he was like, "That's what Yoda is." You know what well, I mean? Like, the, does yeah, because the, in the general Star Wars universe know about Yoda? Like, how famous is Yoda? Right. Because you know what I mean? also, too, I would think that that it, it's we've heard or this is stories. This is what it's almost like. Not to relate it to religion, but almost more of the second coming, no, or absolutely. more of you know because of the you know all the all the religious connotations absolutely. that you can relate right. to it. It's almost like they've heard it's you know like Christ or yeah, not right. like, you well, know, that, no, that's a very valid point because in the Force Awakens when Ray and, and Han's like, no, it's true, all of it, the Force, the light, the dark. It's only been like twenty something years right. after, so like they got rid of that pretty quickly, mm -hmm. you know. So I guess if it's not widely known that it's true and they are all myths. And well, it is very, it's super religious. Plus, too, you got right, right. to figure, though, in this story, Yoda had to go into hiding just like Obi-Wan did. Yeah. When, when, uh, or, uh, right, because order, the order, order 60, right, yeah, order right. 60, when, when, order that, went 66. Through, when yeah. that went through, he, he had to go into hiding. And that was years and years and years ago. So it could be that. But you I know, think because of the revolution. And because of the, you know, where everything ended up at the but, end of the yeah, third, yeah. because of the resistance celebrating, then in any religion, you're going to celebrate, you know, like, because they even have all the, you know, whatever the award ceremony is at right. the end. So 
that's to me is like biblical in the sense that it would have been documented oh, or the universe, for but sure. you got to think too though that's on one we're talking about that that's only been on one earth so this is a universe of many many no i understand like but that. throughout the universe because of whatever else the the it's the same thing as the myths and legends of running across it so right. so to your question it, he's never seen it or whatever before, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was knowledgeable to the to the, the theory of the it. Theory of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, what kind of uh, cements it for me in this last episode? There was a there's a woman that she's a mechanic, and she even has a line where the droids are talking to her, and she goes, "I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it's you know, it obviously needs help or something." Like this. So she didn't even know what it was. Didn't refer to it as like, "Oh, right. this looks like Yoda." So if she doesn't know who it is, but I don't think. But, but here's the one thing: is is usually uh, somebody knows. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. and, and the mechanic, not the one that's going to know. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, clearly Luke right. is, an, is a legend throughout the universe. Right, right, exactly. So maybe but, people know Yoda. But it's a le- like like Darren said, it's a, but he's like a legend. Like we even but, saw at the end of a uh, of uh, um, Last Jedi when the kids were pl- telling the story yeah. and they were playing and yeah. they were like they were That's telling true. the whole story about and what happened. Actually, to that point, you know, when they got rid of the EU, they didn't. I mean, they got rid of it continuity wise, but they called them legends. Right. So it's things that maybe could have happened in right. the story, which I think is yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that was the one thing they did right with the EU stuff. Right. Um, but I still can't get over the whole. We don't have any source material to pull from. Like, even if it's not in continuity, pull yeah. from it. You've you only got, got 30, 30 years, years yeah. of novels and comic books mm-hmm. and short stories. Yeah. <laughs> so this is an interesting thing. Recently, I mean, it's being hinted that the Mandalorian is not, in fact, a Mandalorian. Like, almost, they downright almost said it. Right. Um, so the real question is, are Jango and Boba Fett Mandalorians? Because in the Clone Wars show, they clearly say that Jango Fett's a guy who just stole the armor, but right. he was born on Concord Dawn, which is the Mandalorian homeworld. Right. Well, the, well, that's why he stole the equipment and well, wanted to be a mandolin, sort of like the the ugly uh, what's in three hundred. The the oh the, the yeah, turn yeah. Co- oh, the, yeah. He um, took his father's armor the, uh, so he could be a Spartan. hunchback. Right. The, the hunchback. The right. Hunchback. So it could have been something that he was. Maybe that's something that the, the tale will that's tell. True. Well, the the biggest thing is why people are saying that they aren't because they look because of the. Well, in this show, The Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, uh, this woman asks him about taking his helmet off, and he's, they they say right in there, they say we don't take our helmet off in front of anybody else. We just we don't. Mm-hmm. And what happens if you do? Well, if we do, then we're not allowed to put it back on. Yeah. So the reason they're kind of like they, uh, Shanghai Noon. Where yeah. He his <laughs> yeah. Off, exactly. He can't go back to the city. So the the reason they're saying is Jango Fett and Boba Fett couldn't be real Mandalorians is because they have taken their helmet. At least Jango Fett definitely took yeah. his helmet off. And in the shows and in the, some of the cartoons where there's been Mandalorians, they took off their helmets as well so they might not technically be mandalorians as well yeah so um if that's the case where a true mandalorian cannot take his helmet off and those others would not necessarily would they wouldn't be true mandalorians right. yeah. yeah but this mandalorian hasn't taken off he's nope. she even asked him have you ever taken it off he's like not in front of anybody yeah since he was a kid yeah no um so this is so I personally, I love Mandalorian. I thought the last episode might have been my my least favorite so far. Really? See, I really dug it. No, I liked it, but I think in regards to moving the story forward, it didn't do much. No, it was was a... Yeah, it it didn't move the main episode, but it was its own... 
It was a character-driven story. story, I thought. Very much yeah. a character-driven story, this but not so much... This one was the most Western out of all. Oh, I agree completely. And it was so cool. There was a moment where they're riding speeder bikes across... Two guys, a Mandalorian and another guy, riding speeder bikes across the sand, and there's a score about... You know, it's just them riding, and it reminded me so much of Young Guns. Wow. Yeah, you know what <laughs> like, I even, think about Even it. the yeah. song that was in it uh-huh. sounded like the one from Young Guns 2 when they're mm-hmm. riding across the stuff. Yeah. The montage, you know, they're just riding. That's what, that's what exactly, a ridiculous montage, by the way. That's exactly what it was, though, man. And, and even the music, I mean, like this sounds like an old Western. Like you, these two guys are riding horses across the desert, man. It was it was, it was even called The Gunslinger. Right. Yeah. The, the name of yeah. the episode was The Gunslinger. Yeah. but the, So the big thing that was at the end of the episode, the you know, camera comes back from, it fades back from black, and we hear the jingling of what could be Spurs walking over to the dead body. Mm-hmm. Do you think, as the internet does, I know you said you did. <laughs> yeah. Is it Boba Fett, or is it maybe the son of Boba Fett? Because why would they be so mysterious right. as to who it is if we're not going to... So, you know, Darren hasn't seen it. So, like you said, at the end, you see just these feet walk up to this body and you see they're wearing it. Who's dead? Uh, uh, some character they introduced. Yeah, it they and, just yeah. introduced it and then killed it right away. It's Ming Na Wen, right? Yeah, Ming yeah. Na Wen, who's mm-hmm. 56 years old. Doesn't and she look looks it. amazing. Yeah. But anyway, um, so you see Jesse's feet come up and then you see it kneel down and it's got a cape, you can tell, but yeah. you don't see anything else. And but, then you hear spurs. And that was like the thing for Boba Fett in the originals that he walked around. You heard the spurs walk when he was walking. But there was an article that had brought something up that, <laughs> man, it's really hard to. If, if it's not Boba Fett, they're really trying hard to fool you into Boba Fett. Mm hmm. Because there's also when he comes on screen, you hear this little, uh, this little droid noise, and it's this very distinct droid noise. It's just a, it's kind of in the background, but you hear it. And I didn't think about it when I heard it's it. Same one that's always around. On it's the same one. Somebody pulled up the yeah. clip yeah. when Boba Fett is, no, in, is in Star Wars. You mm-hmm. hear this same. There's always droid the one sound. when he's mm-hmm. he's got one of his. Isn't it one of? I, I don't even know if it's coming from his, his armor. Helmet. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's it, it's it's a uh, yeah. It's almost uh, like you're like hearing like his earpiece. Ear, yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like he, he's got earpiece. And you're overhearing it, but uh-huh. it's the same sound. And somebody pulled up the clip, and I watched it. And I'm like, oh. that's why I'm saying, like, I, I didn't even think about. <laughs> but it you guys were mentioning like, earlier oh. that that if it was, it would make sense in how it flows into. If they explain it, if, if they, they explain, explain it, okay. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, they explain if, it, because as far as we because know, now when's the next episode? Wednesday. It's, it's that's next week. Dude, is well, it's the actually tie-in. today. No, no. Okay, today. But after <laughs> today, Friday, next yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Because what so, if the so, episode after so that is either today or next Wednesday might reveal something that would lead yeah. into well, the movie. It's gonna, there's only three episodes left. Yeah. So and they've so, got. To- <laughs> and here's the interesting thing: they all come out Fridays, but when Rise of Skywalker comes out next week on Thursday, this episode's going to air on a Wednesday. Yeah. So there it is. Usually that it's, means they're going to tie something. It is. Yeah. It, 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 it's going to. Which would mean that Boba Fett would probably pop up in Rise of Skywalker. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. So, because um, last we've seen officially Boba Fett, he fell into the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Now, in the EU novels, obviously he came out, you know, the, he, he survived, but in but that stuff's not canon anymore. Right, that they've never shown canon. that. So, technically, he's still dead, so that's why they have to do some major explaining as to how, 
you know, he got out. But then there's also rumors that it could be his armor, but not necessarily him. Somebody, right. Yeah. Because there is a story in the EU, too, of somebody Someone that steals his they armor. found his armor. Yeah. They used it and became like a sheriff, basically, and just kind could of, be. they were like a fi- crime fighter. Yeah, so, they could do that. But, they, but the bottom line is that they're, you're going to find out who that is or, 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 so. or what the tie-in right. is to. I would hope so. But uh, there's also, there's, uh, there's characters that haven't been introduced, though, that we've seen in the trailer for The Mandalorian that we haven't seen introduced. Um, oh, so apparently there's one person who doesn't like Baby Yoda. I'll give you a guess as to who it is. Corey Banks? Nope. No. George Lucas. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, dude. dude yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going and messing with Michelangelo's friggin' masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, merch of the week is now going to be called Wookie. Look at that. Ah, I yeah, like that. Right. Wookie, look I at not, that. I can't take credit for that. Someone else came up with that, but I really like it, and right. we're using I'm it. it. So, this isn't actually the merch of the week. It was a few weeks ago when we talked about it, but they came in. I'm super excited to show you guys. Uh, these are sweet. He's lucky that he doesn't have a big foot or I'd steal So him. we talked about the, the we talked about the Adidas Star Wars collaboration and like the different versions of the shoes they were dropping and we brought the Obi-Wans. Did I bring the Obi-Wans on or did I just say I got the Obi-Wans? I just think you said So did. those are cool. These are more better. These yeah. are more awesome. And more <laughs> more these better. Are mo- more better. <laughs> um these are the Yoda ones. Um so if you know if you're taking a look, you got little Yoda right here. You got a nice cool green line. It's kind of Yoda skinny, greenish, brownish. And then on the back, this is my favorite part, it says, do or do not, there is no try. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and these are the Adidas, like, um, they're the boosts, but they're like the ultra boosts or whatever. Right. So I've been told. They're like walking on freaking I was going to say, pillows. they look super light. They this are nice. like, they're super light. They're oh, like walking cow. on freaking pillows. I love the, the that they still have the three stripes, that, but they're in like matte. Oh, like, well, uh, actually, if you look yeah, at really the bottom like of the shoe, they're like, that's their thing. Is Adidas is the stripe, the brand with three stripes. And yeah. Well, yeah, that's their, but I like how they're matte, you know, but, along with the black. But I love these things. Yeah, they, I haven't worn them out and about yet, but I like wore them around the house for a minute the other day and... <laughs> Well, if you wear them outside, you'll mess them up. So well, I'm not one of those people. I buy shoes to wear them. I don't buy shoes to put them on a shelf. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. um, I buy the Star Wars everything else to put on yeah, a exactly. shelf and hang on the wall. I gotta bring in. I have my uh, my Chewbacca ones that are actually furry, and they they're in the style of Chuck uh, Chuck Taylors. That's awesome. But they're I think they're made by Sketchers. That's so but yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I can't believe I haven't worn those in here yet. That's so, so awesome. I'm gonna bring them in next week. So uh, this is actually the real merch of the week. Um, Coke is putting out bottles that actually glow. <laughs> yeah. The lightsabers actually glow. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah so here, take a peek at these. These are no they actually glow. Yeah, they have pictures of either Ray or Kylo on and, and with their lightsabers, and mm-hmm. the lightsabers actually glow. Yeah. Oh, cool. Right? I'm in. Right? I was kind of hoping they were going to be on, like, glasses. Like, actual, yeah. like, because, like, I know Burger King put out those, like, limited edition special, like, for each episode. But those are cool. Those are yeah, really, I really like those cool. A lot. So, uh, before we wrap up the show, I got to ask, what's your favorite part of Star Wars, Derek? Oh, man. You should start asking that to everyone. That's just, like, a good question. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, my, my favorite part is, all, uh, is the, the fact that. Um, it's such a parallel to life to me and it's parallel to my life uh, pretty much you can fall down you got to get back up right. it doesn't matter how many times and you know the universe will conspire positively or negatively with you it's unbiased it's mm. what you want to throw out there and just that 
there is good in the world. You know, there is, you know, as much as there is, and there is bad. Mm-hmm. You know, the, like that. The the parallels to me of, you know, like you said, of the family, of the friends, of the loyalty, of the, you know, fight for what you believe in, of sacrifice, of, you know, d- doing things outside of yourself. I mean, it's just, I, I, I love the storyline. Now, now, you know, like you, like you said, growing up, so... You know, like the return of the the return of the Jedi, where the, you know the whole everybody comes together and stuff. But I like the fact that it also has um, entered, you know, different. It it serpent supplants, you know, generations and generations. Right. Yeah, and however you watch it, like my kids, you know, like you said, watch it one through seven or whatever else. I asked, did I ask you which way would you watch? And you yeah. said four, five, one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. I skip one. I skip one, but then go. So four, five, two, three, six. Oh, four, five, yeah. two, three. Skip, oh yeah, we don't need one. You don't we, need one. Yeah, we, yeah. There's really and it's there really isn't no. a re, like if you think about it, it's because the only reason is because Corey loves Jar Jar Binks and yeah. never watch it. But you don't need you anything send him all out of there. your Jar Jar Binks merch to Corey Stewart. <laughs> but that's the thing about the story too. Like you said, mirroring your life, you have you have the good and evil there. There, the good and the bad, but it's more the life is about which way you choose to go. And, and, and you know what? I think that the parallels of sometimes you're Han Solo, sometimes you're Skywalker, right. sometimes well, sometimes you're one of those, yeah. sometimes you're one of the stormtroopers. Well, that's that's why I always love about your podcast uh, that'll be is going to be coming up on NRM uh, Streamcast, uh, Grind Time with Darren McCarty, because you talk about those traces because. You have, you know, you and I both. We've yeah. got, we've gone through a lot over the years. You, um, luckily, I'm not famous like you are, so unfortunately, yours got put out in the press a lot. And uh, but so, that's the but you know, for me though, that's the blessing now is, exactly. is the that's fact that the going. transparency and you know, like we laugh all the time, but we serve. It's like we were in a platoon and we survived, yeah. and and unfortunately, some didn't. So what are we going to do about it? And we just right. figured out that we're going to sit around and talk about things we love and surround mm-hmm. ourselves with people. And be there. And what I love about your is because because you're now putting you know you've gone through a lot and you've uh, but you're putting yourself out there to help others. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I think that's what I found is is you know I'm I'm I always say it I'm a battery and the people are my power and it's just whether it's I to like find out the connection or uh, no matter who it is uh, because I want to know that I want everybody to realize that we're more alike than we are right. not. Well, that's you know not to kiss you, but I mean, we've been friends for a long time, but that's, like I said, I mean, you, you, could, you could be doing anything. I mean, you, you've been around, you've done so many things, but to, to make this your priority to, to be able to be, you know, to live your truth and to be able to show that, you know, to others and to be able to hopefully teach somebody else. Right. And that's what it is, like the same thing I, I've done to, yep. to be, you know, we've done so many things over the years, things that we've, you're proud of, things that we're not proud of, but to be able to teach somebody else to and to show them that they're not alone. Right. You're not alone. And, and We've all been through we've that We've been stuff. through oh, yeah, it. Absolutely. And, and, and you can come out that other side. Absolutely. A stronger person. And sometimes like, the like, only yeah. way out is through, yeah, but you don't exactly. have to go through it alone. Exactly. That's yeah. the whole thing is that, you know, because that's, uh, I don't care who you are. The worst part is feeling that you're the only one and you're <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You can let something bend, bend you. Don't yeah, break absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely. Just bending, you can snap back. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we've actually reached the end of the show. Yeah. 
Well, great show. Thanks for yeah, coming yeah, on. Oh, thank really you guys. That's awesome. Having you on. And I can't wait to get into the Mandalorian and can't wait to see the last Skywalker. Yeah, yep. you got to. It's so yeah. good. But yeah, for you fans out there, don't forget we do have Instagram. We have uh, at Wookie Podcast, at Wookie Podcast, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, check us out on there. Yeah. If you haven't yet watched Geek Team Weekly, that was just on. Yeah, and if you haven't, well, you can't yet. But at seven o'clock, watch Podquesters. Absolutely. Yeah. May the force be with you. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. All right. Peace thank out. you.